Oh man, this is a great video on alcohol. Then we'll have to get ready for it with some smelling salts. You know, we gotta take these videos to the next level. Oh! Woo! What's up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com. I've been railing against alcohol for years. And every time I do it on Instagram, people get really, really, really pissed off. Then people out of nowhere will point to the health benefits of drinking alcohol. Oh, it's the, it's the wine. It helps your heart. When, when looking at it, you get the same benefits from the resveratrol found in just grape juice or supplements. But I digress. Here's an article from the US News and World Report. Drinking alcohol brings no health benefits, study finds. Whoa! Dozens of studies have reportedly shown that a daily glass of wine or mug of beer could reduce your risk of heart disease and death. But these studies are flawed. A new evidence review asserts and the potential health benefits of moderate alcohol use vanish when those flaws and biases are taken into account. By the way, another thing alcohol does is really not good for your liver. But I will say a good plug right now. Ambrosia nectar is the greatest organ and overall health supplement ever developed. And sorry, excuse me, ambrosia nectar. Okay, so everybody should take it, period. At best, a drink or two each day has no effect, good or ill, on a person's health. That's a drink or two. While three or more drinks daily significantly increases the risk of early death. Basically, drinking will help kill you if you do it regularly. Imagine if you're fat and you drink. Oh, you might as well just, no, nah, I'm not even going to say that. It's not good. Drinking reduces your risk of, wait, no, no, hold on. Um, uh, but after adjusting for study flaws and biases, the appearance of the benefit from moderate drinking greatly diminishes and in some cases vanishes all together. Tim Stockwell, a former director of the Canadian Institute for Substance Use Research at the University of Victoria in British Columbia said, a standard drink in the United States contained roughly 14 grams of pure alcohol, according to the U.S. National Institutes of Health. That equates to about 12 ounces of beer, five ounces of wine, or one and a half ounces of distilled spirits. So there you go. That's, that's a standard drink. That's they're basing it on. Okay. I always wonder like, what is two drinks? That makes sense. About 12 ounces of beer. For this analysis, Stockwell and his colleagues evaluated 107 studies that assessed the relationship between alcohol use and death. These studies included nearly 5 million participants from multiple countries. There's an overview of a lot of really bad studies, Stockwell said. There's a lot of confounding and bias in these studies, and our analyses illustrates that. Former drinkers aren't lifetime abstainers. For example, many studies tend to place former drinkers in the same group as lifetime abstainers, referring to them as non-drinkers, Stockwell said. But former drinkers, drinkers typically have given up or cut down alcohol because of health problems, Stockwell said. The analysis found that former drinkers actually have a 22% higher risk of death compared to abstainers, meaning if you drink, if you have drank, the effects last Bottom line is, if you are drinking, stop drinking. It's still better than continuing drinking. If you haven't drank, don't drink. Don't drink. Don't drink. And it lowers your testosterone, makes you have a weak erection, and it makes it more likely to have sex with ugly chicks at clubs. 
Their presence in the non-drinker group biases the results, creating the illusion that light daily drinking is healthy, Stockwell says. For the new study, the researchers pulled the data and then made the adjustments that took into account problems like the former drinker bias. We've put band-aids on all these bad studies and tried to explore how these different characteristics result in the appearance of health benefits, Stockwell said. The combined adjusted data from the study showed that neither occasional drinkers, less than 1.3 grams of alcohol or one drink every two weeks, nor low-volume drinkers, up to 24 grams a day, or nearly two drinks had a significantly reduced risk of death. Meaning that drinking, this is where I, so drinking does nothing good, right? But it's unlikely to really kill you unless you drink more than one to two cups of glasses a day. And, uh, you know, I, I never said, I, I, I did say that old drinking is bad when in reality, old drinking is at best not good. <laughs> Meaning it has no benefit. Um, let's go to where were we? The researchers found a slight but not significant increase of death, of risk of death, among those who imbibed 25 grams to 44 grams daily or around three drinks. And there was significantly increased risk of death for people who drank 45 or more grams of alcohol a day, the study, the results showed. So if you drink more than three glasses a day, four or more glasses, your risk of dying is really freaking high. The highest risk was among people who drank 65 grams of alcohol more a day or more than four drinks, 35% higher risk of death than non-drinkers. The, the analysis also found that alcohol has a more dramatic effect at lower amounts on women's risk of death. So basically, women don't drink at all, especially you housewives, all y'all Brentwood women who live around me, stop drinking 10 glasses of wine a day. Y'all, what's up with women and their fucking wine? I gotta go. I cannot, I cannot relax without my wine. I can't relax without my wine. Bitch, you're gonna die. <laughs> Women's increased risk of death from drinking consistently ran higher than the risk of men. For example, the increased risk of death for women who drank 65 grams or more daily was 61%, nearly double that of men drinking that much. Women experience alcohol differently than men because of biological factors. Even when drinking the same amount of alcohol, women will have higher blood alcohol levels, feel intoxicated more quickly, and take longer to metabolize it, which leads to other issues like making bad decisions or getting taken advantage of while at bars or at the club. There is that societal risk of being harmed, attacked, hate to use this word, and raped. Be careful. Always have a buddy with you. Again, you're more easily inebriated than men. And did this just say that women have different biology than men? I don't know. I can't define what a woman is because I'm not a biologist, okay? Not a biologist. Okay. These results make sense, given that alcohol use has been linked to at least 22 specific causes of death, Stockwell said. Alcohol use increases the risk of liver disease, some cancer, stroke, and heart disease, Stockwell said, also contributes to injury deaths from accident, car crashes, homicides, and suicides. Other studies that take into account genetics confirm our conclusion that people who drink moderately aren't protected against heart disease or premature death, so our results are consistent with other studies using stronger design. Continue of risk. Asim said research has established a continuum of risk associated with weekly alcohol use where the risk and harm is two standard drinks or less a week. You are less like, you are likely to avoid alcohol related consequences for yourself or other at this level. Basically two drinks or less a week. Okay. Three to six standard drinks a week. Your risk of developing several types of cancer, including breast and colon cancer increase at this level. Wow. 
Wow, drinking causes cancer. Seven standard drinks or more a week. Your risk of heart disease or stroke increases significantly at this level. Each additional standard drink radically increases the risk of alcohol-related consequences. These risks increase in lockstep with consumption as it is more difficult to repair the damage done to the body and brain. Like I said, if you drink it all, it's bad long-term. If you stop drinking, it's better. If you never drink it all, it's best. Simply put, less is better. Any steps to cut back can be helpful in terms of reducing risk of alcohol-related cancers and cardiovascular disease. Um, I became somewhat famous back before the internet proliferated, um, I believe in like 2013, 2012. And I said, I believe the only thing that alcohol is good for is raising estrogen and banging ugly chicks. And I stand by that assertion. Guys, alcohol is not good. Alcohol has a lot of issues. I know a lot of you guys say, oh, you're on steroids. Okay, I'm on fucking steroids. I inject trend right into my urethra every single fucking day. That still doesn't mean that what I'm saying isn't true about alcohol. It just means that as you guys think, I'm on oodles and oodles and oodles of GH, trend, and whatever other drugs you think I'm on. Bottom line is, that's, that's fucking separate. At the end of the day, what I'm preaching here is truth. Truth that's backed up by mainstream science now. At the end of the day, alcohol is bad. Alcohol is bad. If you like drinking, just know there's risks. And take precautions not to put anybody else at risk by doing dumb shit like drinking and driving. But at the end of the day, the end of the, if you want, look, dude, if you want a fucking bungee jump um, using a sock string as your cord, don't care. Any risk that you want to take, as long as it doesn't harm other people, I don't give a fuck. But a lot of you guys just don't know this because you go to parties, you go to gatherings, you watch TV. Everybody drinks like it's good, like it's normal, like it's acceptable, and it is. That doesn't mean it's good for you. I'm here to help. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. These smelling salts, D-Y-E-L Labs. This is my brand. Available right now, tigerfitness.com. This tiger's blood, the one that's really intense is tiger's piss, but y'all might not be ready for that. If you are, just use caution the first time using it. Holy shit, is it strong? Buy all your support nutrition supplements at tigerfitness.com and always remember that's not a game I used to have to go through dozens of bottles of vitamins of supplements just to get what I need look I'm busy I'm running multiple businesses. I'm coaching. I'm a professional bodybuilder getting ready for my first pro show. I don't have time to sit there and do all that. I got to go. I'm on the go all the time. That is why I created MTS Nutrition Immortal. Here's how they look. This, all it takes, this replaces dozens of bottles of supplements. So let me tell you exactly what this has. It has probiotics, greens, liver detox, joint support, cardiovascular support, and the most complete multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement ever created. If you have a busy life or you simply want more time to do the things you love and be able to travel by just taking one simple little pack with you, Immortals for you.